Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And tomorrow is Father's Day. I want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day. Uh, I want to point out that if you listen to my show, you know I really feel seem very devoid of hope. But my my hopelessness is almost always like profoundly cultural. It's not even about the government. It's about just forgetting what the nobility of man is, forgetting who we are as like what separates us from the animals. That's why what happened in the news this week makes me so upset because I feel like they are animalizing us. But there is one thing or two things that really will bring tears to my eyes for the hope it gives me. And one is Little League or NYO baseball. And the other is Boy Scouts, a really good troop where the kids go camping. They really have to understand how to do stuff in baseball. It's consequences. You play well, you win, you don't, you don't. And in both of those cases, they are they are examples for me. They kind of force my husband to participate. And I see the other dads. I see dads and boys on the field. I see dads and boys you know, hiking in their gear. And I ju- it just reminds me of how... You know, I'm such a talker. I never stop talking. And I'm such a female. Like, there's just, that's just what I am. And there's something about that quiet demonstration, that quiet example of what it means to be, you know, I'm going to say what it means to be a man. But really, you know, women are noble, too. What it is to be, uh, you know, what it is to to develop that nobility, to rise above, to work for goals that may be a little bit distant and also to be there for your son. So I just love that. I love, and it may, it reminds me of how important dads are. And I love it to see sometimes dads going out of their way for boys who have maybe a single mom. I just, that kind of stuff, really, like I just fall apart, you know? I just, so, you know, I, I know there are a lot of guys like that. I see it in Atlanta a lot where people will step out for those other boys. So happy Father's Day to all of you. Catch a, a little league game, maybe restore your hope, your faith in humanity. Uh, but if you read the news, it's sometimes hard to maintain that faith, that hope. But I think we are here to be hopeful. I think that's what, you know, maybe we won't win the battle on earth, but we're here to walk the journey and fight the fight. So that's what we're doing. And I'm talking about this. So this idea of being animalized, first it started maybe 100 years ago with the dumbing us down, with the uh, messing with the classical education so that it eliminated the ability to think, to understand history, to understand civics, to understand persuasion, exposition, writing, speaking, debate. All that stuff is basically... Uh, deliberately excised from modern education. And now I feel like phase two of the process of getting us totally incapable of involving ourselves, of really participating in this democratic republic that we have that requires 
vigilance. It requires, that's why foreign affairs, like we should not be involved in foreign wars. That's the stuff of empire, even monarchy, but it's not democracy. We can't, uh, democratic republic representative government, we really can't wade into those affairs because we don't understand them and we don't need to. We have oceans, we have liberties, we don't need to involve, you know, to authorize our government to take the taxes and the weapons and change the course of other nations. We don't need to do that stuff. Uh, but we do need to pay attention to our government. And I always focus on defending the Bill of Rights, but it's really there to utilize, to utilize freedom of speech, to make sure you have privacy in your paper so that you can uh, mount political resistance. And I feel like we are living in an age right now, right here, that is systematically our, you know, the behind the scenes actors, the powers that be are systematically ticking off right by right in the Bill of Rights and the First uh, Amendment is really in the crosshairs. And I and I think that we need to um, be very careful by falling for these excuses, left-wing nutjobs, right-wing nutjobs, radical Islamists, for flagging them as pre-criminals that need their rights taken away, that need to be censored, need to be blocked, need to uh, not have access to uh, political discourse, which has now been completely funneled and directed through social media at the expense of other outlets. We no longer have those. We, we don't react. We are so dependent on social media. I'm afraid if they take it away or censor it, it can really direct the political discourse. I worry about that stuff. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. I've been seeing a lot of people saying it came from the left, it came from the right. Whose fault is it? Is it Trump's fault? Is it uh, Michael Moore's fault? Whatever. Who is inciting these people? Is it is it what I think? Uh, 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 the powers that be engineering us socially so that we're, our political power is neutralized? What do you think? 800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Sharon in Roswell. Hi, Sharon. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Well, I hate to change the subject matter. But that's okay. Bit, Go but- for it. I never hear anyone discussing this, but I have a theory regarding Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch on the tarmac, that infamous meeting. Yes. I think it goes a lot deeper. I think it was all planned. I never understood. I had no good theory of that, so I'm really interested in what you have to say. Well, I think it was for the eyes of the American public. Uh, They knew that, well, I, I think Obama, Lynch, Clinton, whoever had the most to lose from this being thoroughly investigated, the Hillary Clinton situation, I think they had to stop it in its tracks. And they knew the media would pick up on this and report it to all of us, and we would go hysterical, which we did, because we hate for anyone to interfere in the the true American uh, investigations. But I think uh, the powers that be had to um, let people... Let it sink in, and uh, you notice that uh, Loretta felt like she was compelled then to recuse herself. Well, she didn't recuse herself. No, no. what you're saying is interesting because I noticed that when Comey came out, he said after that meeting she looked tainted, so I went over her head and went right to the people. So he did her a huge favor by taking it out of her hands. If you could call it a favor, I think he was controlled also. If she had recused herself, uh, the acting AG, 
for that situation uh, could have called. She couldn't take a chance on that AG being uh, are able to call a, a grand jury, and they might, they possibly could have. And yeah, that's interesting. So I noticed that because she gave the appearance of complete cooperation, yeah. and then she throws it to Comey, and I think they told Comey what to say to shut it all down. I definitely yeah. think Comey is acting. I think uh-huh. that he it's like made up with him. And I also, but I think that, uh, you know, I think it goes beyond parties at this point because Trump plays into some of the things that Comey says. Why would Trump tweet, you better hope there are no tapes? Like, that's a crazy yeah. thing to tweet. I knew that was a bluff. I don't think there's a tape. I know, but why but, would Trump say that? You know what I mean? So I feel like there's like at this level, I don't know what they're cooking up, but I feel like they're all in on it. It all seems like a play. Uh, I think some of the Republicans are definitely in on it because they don't want Trump to survive. They want him out of there. Uh, I almost wonder. I, I almost wonder. I, I often I wonder, wonder if they want to get rid of Pence, too. So but then uh, Ryan, who's all into the Democratic way of thinking could be uh, president so i don't know yikes wow i haven't heard of that yet sharon wow that's a that's a big one that's very interesting that's how the chain of command works right so the Mm -hmm. speaker of the house is next after the vp wow yeah they'd have to take pence and trump out at the same time yeah take them off oops sorry 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 say it again I keep hearing little bits and pieces about they're going after Pence now, too. Yes, and he hired his own lawyer. But what you're saying actually makes that, whether that's where it's headed or a diversion, what they want us to start thinking about, I don't know. I think we're just in control. uh, They're in control of the way we think, especially the under 40-year-olds. Because I have a son I can't even talk to uh, about Are you going to defriend him on Facebook? No. <laughs> We've made an agreement not to talk about anything political. <laughs> For all the good things yeah. I've been saying about my husband on this show, he did defriend me on Facebook. <laughs> I think I, I just, I, he, he says I make him think too hard. He's like, I work all day. I don't want to think. Stop. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Fair enough. I get that. But, yes, I do. I, I, that's an interesting one, Sharon. I'm going to have to mull that one over. Maybe I'll do that over the break. And then when I get back, I'm going to go to Mac. He, uh, he thinks, I think he thinks there's some deep state action at work here. Let's let him flesh that out for us. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. We have 88 tomorrow's high 88 also weekend weather is brought to you by shoemate heating and air and i have a weekend prize pack for you four passes to the advanced screening of spider-man homecoming on june 28th at regal atlantic station in theaters july 7th and a family four pack of gwinnett braves anytime tickets good for any home game at cool ray field first to call 404 741 0750 gets those tickets and let's let's get to a call i'm going to mac and jefferson hi mac you're on with monica hi monica how are you good how are you doing you're a new yorker just like me yeah um i'm a damn yankee now yes i know i was totally like yankees those are people from boston <laughs> well 
Yeah, we won't get into that. But okay, you know. good. What do you got? I don't have. I, I hate to say it, but you know the clock rules on radio. So what do you got? Um, I think that all the liberals, no matter how hard you hit them with a hammer, you can't fix stupid. But this goes back. Obama said in two thousand and eight he was going to fundamentally change. Yep. The way the United States is, yep. and yep. we have too many in D.C that are still on that agenda. Yes, he said, I thought he said fundamentally transform this country, and I honestly believe that's what's happening. I actually believe that the Trump phenomenon is part of it in that it will result in a backlash that that absolutely ends, smothers that brush fire that the Tea Party and Liberty Movement started. Our right will no longer be an American right, but a European right. Um, and that, you know, when they flip the six, it's going to be such a, if they flip the six, that would be part of the domino effect they're going for. I believe that we are actually undergoing a fundamental transformation and it scares me. Yeah, without a doubt. The next thing you're going to hear is the terrorists are coming. Surrender your guns. We'll protect you. And the terrorists are going to be domestic, like, uh, you know, extreme. There was one memo in Missouri a while back that said uh, uh, how to find this was to the sheriffs in St. Louis, I think, how to find domestic terrorists. And one of them was Ron Paul bumper stickers, anti-abortion bumper stickers. So we're already been being teed up that, uh, you know, Barry Goldwater said extremism and defense of liberty is not a vice. So uh, you really are supposed to be anyway. They're, they're, the Ossoff election is coming up, and Binkley has been peeling the onion on what uh, I think he might characterize as the Ossoff deception. So he's going to give us his last installment of that after the break, but we're still going to take calls. 404-872-0750, 800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB Saturdays from 3 to 6. So we're winding it down. And this is our last show before the June 20th election, uh, the 6th district. I mean, if you hear my voice, you've heard of this election. It's so significant nationally because I think it's going to be signaled if Ossoff wins as the first domino to fall in in the reaction to Trump. But I think it's very significant in, we were talking before the break about the Obama's fundamental transformation of this country. I think the South was the place they, they had to target the most. That's what they want. You know, this idea of states' rights still lingers, if, if anywhere here. So Ossoff is is this, you know, great blue hope. And Binkley, my producer, has just been digging in the way I dig into big stuff. He loves the local stuff and to really dig in. And and we have done some podcasts on it on our website, propagandareportdaily.com. So there's tons and tons of stuff that Binkley's found that he thinks uncovers a kind of deep state backstory to John Ossoff. And I guess, so what, Binkley, your basic premise has been that he comes off as this guy who is 
wants to portray himself as the anti-Trump, like a real classic liberal. Where Fresh he's gonna, leadership, independent, yes. going to Washington. But that, yeah, he says independent, but he's obviously Democrat. But but the thing that, one thing that, you know, is kind of your classic liberal idea is government is used for cronyism. We need to tax people and redistribute and close loopholes and uh, all that kind of stuff so that this well-meaning, benevolent government can set nature right, you know, offset the horrible disparities of nature by moving the money around, you know, to where it really should be. So that's the idea. And uh, do you feel like he's kind of represents himself that way? I think that's how he represents himself. Yeah. But you think that's a fraud? Yes. I, I don't think that uh, he's being honest with right. members of the sixth district. So you've told me a lot of different things. And this, you gave me a little, uh, I think, a new tidbit on this where, okay, so a lot of it traces back to his father. He's a young guy, he's like 30, John yeah. Ossoff. So uh, his. His successes are likely seem to be related to his parents' influence, mm-hmm. and he had a business in England. Which did his father kind of seed that, or what's the story with that? He inherited money from his grandfather that and John. He, okay, yeah, and he bought that business, but his dad incorporated what's called the World Investigates and uh, attached it to that company. And his dad is the registered agent of that company, so he, he is able, a registered agent can you know legally act in the name of the company. Okay, so those guys are really um, partners in, in some ways in business, and so when you say things about his father's deep state connections, people ridicule you or challenge you because that is not supposed to be an implication on John. Right, and he never mentions his dad, ever. Right, but it is because they are kind of in bed together, and then the tidbit that you told me about, I did find interesting about the father's uh, primary business. Yes, his dad, among many other things, the uh, the law firm, the tax law firm, which happens to be President Trump's law firm, and it's a global law firm, generates billions per year, won the award for 2016's Russia Law Firm of the Year. They are on his dad's advisory, accounting advisory board, and they work with him. But, da- but the dad's business, is it, is it not like a tax consulting business? They to teach help webinars people? to people basically to help them avoid taxes by better understanding and knowing how to work tax loopholes. You know, the loopholes that John says he's going to close up. Right. And you have, and people do rightly challenge whether that should be a reflection of John. Right, but you look at John's financial records and he's listed as a consultant for the same company. Stratford. For his father's company. Yeah. Is this new information? Is that just came out? because oh, I just found that information. Found it's probably it. okay. been out there, but I just found right. that information. But why isn't anybody else kind of Because they're this blinded is... by the emotionalism you were talking about <laughs> earlier. Oh, thank you for bringing that around to what is the actual topic of this show. And that is how vulgarity and now violence is is reducing us to being completely politically impotent. And I think that it's going to this is just the beginning of like the next level leveling down from dumbing down to animalizing us. But thank you for that update. Can you vote in the sixth district? You you don't live. No, I don't live in the sixth district. So and it's and I did like that little line of Karen Handel's in the debate. I'm no fan. I I don't whatever. But <laughs> but then she asked him who he was going to vote for, and he can't vote because he has to take care of his girlfriend. I thought he was about equal rights. 
Oh, no, I think he meant he was emotionally supporting oh, her because okay. it's about emotions, my dear. Okay, we are totally getting off track now. <laughs> okay, uh, I am going to go to uh, Patricia in Fairborn. Hi, Patricia, you're on with Monica. Oh, hi, Monica. Uh, first time caller myself. I, first time calling radio at all. But <laughs> Oh, well, um, it's no yeah. big deal. I could never call in on the radio. I'd get so nervous by the time I got on that I would hang up and then look what happened. So I nearly anyway. did, but, uh, go but for, no, no, no. Now. Give it. Give me what you got, <laughs> Patricia. Anything goes. Well, I I think um, from what I've been listening to, that um, none of your callers kind of understand Trump because he's not an ideologist. If, if you're if you're not an ideologist, you're like a you know wet fish in Washington. Ain't nobody understands you. So, that so was do you one like thing that? I wanted to say. Is that okay yes, with you? Uh, that that was one reason I voted for him, and others voted for him. It's because he didn't he he wasn't a politician. He wasn't groomed as a politician. He, you know, and therefore, um, you know, people went for him because he ran on the platform of draining the swamp and trying to fix Washington. You think All he's going to be able to know do it? what a massive task that would be? Yeah. Is he going to be able to? Oh, so you think that it just it's not possible to do it? Um, I think a lot of us uh, are a little bit aghast about um, the Republicans and how they are responding. We already knew how the other side would respond. Um, And in that regard, um, yes, uh, which is why Pence now has gone and gotten an attorney. Uh, what I don't understand, and uh, some others don't understand, is why Trump hasn't just um, put him into this investigation instead of letting this special prosecutor come in. Well, because when that special yeah. prosecutor came in, he he wants to get everybody's records. He wants to check into yeah. everyone. See, so, I think. Yeah, I, I I know this is why you call saying I've got a tinfoil hat on. I actually, I think that this, that we are really living political theater and that they're, that I almost feel like the whole special prosecutor, all of this stuff, this completely, it's like a circus sideshow, is, is well, it's, it's probably, a reality it's probably show. right. And the thing of it is, is that just, uh, Trump said what he did about having that tape to Comey, to put Comey on notice that he better watch what he said during his testimony. So send him an email. And, uh, most people don't pick up on that. <laughs> he should have texted it, not tweeted it. You know what I mean? He got to know. No, because he knows his tweets go right to the source. And true yeah. enough, even Comey said in his testimony he woke up in the middle of the night worried about that tape. <laughs> I know, but see, that's where that's where I stopped believing it. Like, that's where it all really seems like drama. It really seems like acting to me. And I just, I gotta, I, I, I just, that's when I start. I, I just have to snap out of it and say, you know what? They're all in on it. The, the fact that we think... They're not is just us being fooled. It's like the Truman Show. I actually showed my kids the Truman Show recently, and they were like, oh, now I get it, Mom. Now I get it. I don't know if they want to get it, but anyway. Thanks for the call, Patricia. I'm going to Charles in Duluth. Hi, Charles. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. I agree with uh, everything you talk about. You do a wonderful, wonderful show and propaganda report with Binkley and all that good stuff. Great. Thanks, Charles. Oh, you're welcome. I just want to say that one of my best friends is a special agent FBI and he says there's no problem of morale in the agency at all. 
In fact, three or four years ago, I think it was four years ago, when he was telling me that Director Comey was coming, I think, from the Atlanta office, and he didn't really want the job, but they kept asking him to, and, and he finally took it. And my friend was uh, saying that uh, everybody thought he was going to be the, the, the best director ever. And uh, right now it appears that both the right and the left are just hammering him. And I fear for his safety. I hope uh, maybe he bought uh, former director Mueller in because Mueller, you know, can get dig in and take over and maybe provide something. Or it's all just uh, a ruse to get a whole lot of lawyers a whole lot of money. That could be. I always think that's what the gay marriage thing is about, that it was really a lobbying effort by the divorce attorneys. Uh, you know, their business must be falling off because people aren't getting married anymore, and they're like, hmm. <laughs> right. El, El, yeah. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Thank you so much, Charles. I really, uh, food for thought. I'm going to Sam and Marietta. Sam, you're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Uh, about thirty, maybe thirty-five minutes ago, you you mentioned the Boy Scouts and and uh, yes. some other uh, young. Well, I was a Boy Scout at one time. Uh, I didn't make it to Eagle, but I was proud to be. I'm still proud to be a Boy Scout. Yeah. Now, what's happening with our young children is, you know, they they go to these ball games, these little t-ball games, and little little league games and they don't even keep score yeah that's that just disconnects people from reality yeah they don't they don't know what winners and losers are and and, you know i don't care about competitiveness or winners and losers but it's consequences they need to understand that there are consequences and it's the last it's the first place i see the kids really grasping the result of effort, fairness, rules, just understanding something with objective structure that they, they can don't, impact. They don't, they don't teach that to ch- children anymore. And in 20 years, this country, if we don't turn it around, is we've lost it. I mean, we have lost it big time. And I think now's the time. All these, all these little kids, they go out there, on the t-ball course and, and the little league course and, and soccer and whatever they they don't keep score they don't even keep goalies oh yeah no i've seen that those are for the real little kids but i will say sam you're right i i think that right now all this noise all the violence all of it is just to get us to allow them to continue to take our rights away and i'm talking specifically about the bill of rights rights the rights that we are that have been enumerated so that the government does not encroach on them because they are the ones that protect us from the government do not let them use radical islam or left wing nut jobs or whatever convince you i mean i don't know how to get beyond that somebody accused me in a comment online that i was a relief valve that being here talking about it keeps people from actually doing anything about it please don't call call if you have something to do if you want to uh electrify people motivate people get them off the couch call tell me i'll advertise whatever uh action you want to take to uh, make sure that we stop this erosion of our rights. I want to take a break, but then I want to talk to Wes, who thinks Ossoff is a puppet. That's interesting. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Mostly cloudy 
Showers and storms likely with a high of 86 Monday as the work week begins, but that could change. So stay tuned to WSB for weekend weather brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. I have like one minute for Wes and Marietta to give us his two cents on the 6th District. Go, Wes. You're on the air. Hey, Monica. Thanks for taking my call. Really enjoy your show. Thank you. Just, just real quick, I, I've, I've lived in the 6th District my whole life, and it just, it's just a, kind of amazing to me how... You know, I hope the people here are not fooled by this guy, John Ossoff. I mean, I just, I just feel like, you know, if he was so interested in the 6th District, why doesn't he live here? How um, old are you, Wes? I, I'm 52. So do you, did you ever know his family at all? Or No, not at no. all. I mean, I, I, I just don't place. think the guy has any experience whatsoever. I mean, you know, to me, I think basically he was a government intern. I mean, uh, I just don't think he has any experience and why did he decide to pick the sixth district why didn't he run for something in his own district so who do you think's really behind him when you say he's a puppet i think it's it's, well, it's the liberals the democratic party i think it's been to me it's pretty obvious it's the you know his funding's been coming from what uh, mainly other states i think it's the uh, you know the pelosi's and folks of like that that are probably behind the, the guy and uh going to do their agenda with him and you know i'm not necessarily saying karen handles the best but I think she gives the you know gives us the conservative edge in that in that area. So that's that's kind of my thought on the guy. I just think it's I just I just hope people aren't you know kind of fooled by him. That's my yeah. My I mean, and she she's certainly going to caucus with the Republicans if that's what you care about. But Binkley thinks that he goes even deeper state than that, not just Democrats, but kind of like the international power elite. Well, we don't have time for that, so I do recommend our podcast on the subject and. We do a new podcast every week, so check it out on PropagandaReportDaily.com. I will be back uh, with the Monica Perez Show on WSB next Saturday from 3 to 6. And in the meanwhile, you can we continue this conversation on Facebook and also lots of activity on Twitter at Monica Perez Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.